Is it going? No, there it goes. Hello. Is <laughs> a new episode. No, I only did because when I hit record, it delayed before the counter started going. So I was like, wait, is it recording? Is it not oh, recording? I don't know. Hey, Blurts. <laughs> it's JB. And yeah, oh. she was. She was okay. doing an updo real quick, so we'll just let her have her moment. Because my, my locks are getting too long. <laughs> but this is Almost Blurreds. We are back with, I believe Almost. this is episode 14. Something is it 14? Like that. Yeah, 14. it's 14. How art thou? Mm-hmm. How am I? I am fine. Um, how art thou? Yeah. Oh, that is my way to respond. I am good. I am drinking a solo cup full of water. Are you telling a story? No, no it's real. I was about to try to lean it, but it spilled it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been drinking a lot of water because I'm on this this health kick. I'm trying to drop some weight. I have dropped 5.6 pounds since the beginning of June. Awesome. So... My goal is to eventually get down Damn. 30 pounds. Oh my God. So what are you going to do once you get to 30 pounds? Are you going to try to get lower? I'm staying there. That's going to be my, I want to stay oh, okay. in that period, that place and wear my old clothes again. Cause that's really my goal. I just want to put back on those clothes. I've been buying clothes that I can't technically fit now that are part of my goal weight as motivation as well. Because I don't waste money. I do mm-hmm. not like wasting money. So I would definitely drop those pounds. Oh, okay. So I think y'all, okay. So, you know, we talked about this maybe last week. I got that neighbor out there. So oh my I God. think that there is about to be a baby shower. So he's been ordering stuff. He had all this baby stuff outside. And then over the weekend, her mom came and they had all this other stuff. So feels very baby shower-ish. Um, so is it I, his baby? I'm guessing so. It looks like he's maybe he's dry, he's going to, you know, cut ties with all the other pieces and this is going to be the main piece here. But I see some I see or some not. black people I don't normally see out here, which my guess is <sighs> that means that they're probably going to that floor. And he is pulling something Come on, pull your pants up. That's one thing my mama used to always get get at me about. You can't be out here with your butt hanging out all the time. You know what's crazy is that I really don't want to be like that person to be like, you need to pull your pants up. But because, you know, I w- went to it um, to Georgia. Quick story time. Went to Georgia. And this boy, mm-hmm. a boy man, mm-hmm. had he was talking and he was sagging, right? But I'm talking about the sag was... Mid-thigh. Oh, is it? That's I've been seeing that now. Like they, it's like that's that's as far as they're expect. They want the pants to go up. That's it. That doesn't make any sense to me because you're wobbling like a. Penguin. And then they'll have on a belt too. Sometimes they'll have on a belt to make exactly. sure it stays there. I said, I am, I am showing my age. You know, I really don't want to be like you need a but you look stupid you look stupid with your jeans around your thighs and you're waddling like a penguin trying to get to wherever it is that you Amazing. need to go yep. thinking pants that it's on cool. the ground pants on the ground if you remember that song but um <laughs> i do my only issue is really when they do that and they have on 
bad looking underwear. Like if you're gonna do that, at least invest in underwear <laughs> that's actually worth seeing. Like you out here with these like little these trash hangs on or these not clean draws and it's like I love don't hangs. do that. Why well, I love know, hangs. Hangs are like hangs are kids are good for kids. But when you become an adult Haynes boxer briefs turn into boxers by the end of the day. They don't even hold on. They don't even hang on to the thighs no more. They just be like just waddling in the wind. You need some draws that's going to hold on to you all day, keep everything where it need to be all day. And got some 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 space to kind of keep things aired out because you don't want to like be, you know, that's a lesson for a whole nother time. I'm not going to do this on the Almost Blurs <laughs> podcast. Just do better. <laughs> do better there, a, a site that i use very often is called pair of thieves pair of thieves.com we don't endorse them. they're not endorsing us but they are great um for your your you know undercarriage so but like do they sell it in like like can you buy like bundles i mean Packs. if you do get a pack it probably at most has three pair in there but um, certain things that I don't like about Hanes underwear while I'm on this topic before I go ahead and move us into our blurry stuff. Hanes, one, their waistbands okay. are trash. Their waistbands are trash. You'll often find that over time, the waistband starts to get all wavy and stuff. Your drawers are not supposed to do that. They're not supposed to do that. And then they have the most, the ugliest colors. Like, why would you even make a color of underwear that looked like um, baby poop? Like, you know, baby poop be having like the greenish ones. They be making the green and looking. Come on now. Let's don't do that. Now, they probably some guys out there that are all right with that because probably going to hide the little shit stains that they have. But let's not do that. And why not, why not dress everywhere like you dress with your regular clothes? Like, if your regular clothes are, like, decked out and dope, why you want to walk around with some wasteful underwear on? That's what I'm calling. They're wasteful. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of space. It's a waste of a body that's in them. So that's all I have to say about that. So, moving okay. right along. <laughs> I just love your rants. And I let you go on them. I just let you go. So, this week, our assignment was to go back and watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and Volume 2. And we still don't know why we what, did it. No, don't know why we decided on doing that. Um, <laughs> it, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how we got there. All I know is watching these made me realize how much I enjoyed these movies. Like They're really good. Yes. And the thing is, like, most of us, most casual Marvel fans, and I say casual because, you know, we are almost blurs. We're not like full-fledged almost. ones. So we, when we're they not. announced that they were going to make the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, we were probably all looking around like, who the fuck are they? Like, Definitely. And then when I read that apparently their comic series was, had a lot of comedic elements to it, and I'm like, oh, so we about to watch a comedy? Like, what has happened? And then we watch it, and it's like, this was such an amazing breath of fresh air. For superhero films. Yes, yes it was well. like the, 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 the comedy was so perfectly placed and paced very well throughout the movie. The casting is superb. Peter, 
He looks just like he does in the comic Gamora. The fact that Amanda Seyfried originally was going to be cast as Gamora, I don't even know how it felt. I don't, don't want to see it. Sis is, she's perfect. She is perfect. Problematic as she might be for taking on that uh, Nina Simone movie and trying to double down on that and then years later deciding that, okay, maybe I was wrong. Back to, for this movie, she was perfect. You know what's funny is that what you just said is a thought that I had. <laughs> it is literally a thought that I had. I was just like, yo, Zoe be getting it. Zoe understand. Well, this is what I said in my head. I was like, she understands the assignment. I, oh, I love her as Gamora. Mm-hmm. I was like, she didn't do it with Nina. Right. She didn't quite get it. <laughs> and she still, to this day, won't let it go. But well, she, You know, she finally apologized for it. Maybe a couple months ago or deep in the pandemic, she finally decided, you know what, yo, I was wrong for that. I should have let that be cast by someone who should have been doing it. Now, granted, from what I understand, the movie probably would have still been bad because, you know, know, she was just bad because of the casting. But the story, the script, everything just kind of felt a little out of place. But at least it would have been a a better visual representation of who Nina Simone was supposed to be. Now, sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Chloe, Chloe Bailey's um, Feeling performance? Mm-hmm. Yes. And did you see the, not not necessarily the backlash, but Nina Simone's granddaughter? Yeah, she said she was here for it. Right. But did you take it deeper? I did not. I did not. So basically, and I screamed, okay? So basically what happened was that there was a conversation, I guess, on Twitter about this whole Chloe Bailey performance, mm-hmm. right? And how, um, how you know, everybody loved it. And then Nina's granddaughter was just like, you know, yeah, da-da-da-da. And then I don't even know how they got on the conversation or what the tweet was basically about, but she basically said something about um, why do white people own the estate of Nina Simone? Mm-hmm. And that it was handed over to white people. There's a plot twist. Handed over to white people by um by Kamala Harris, oh. right? So I was just like, wow, wait, not Kamala. You know, I'm like, I'm not the biggest fan of Kamala, but she all right. So I was like, Kamala. Come to find out, though, this is why I hate people. Come to find out, the girl, the granddaughter, her mama was embezzling money from the charity. Oh. So Kamala basically was the attorney general at the time of the this, this scandal. And of course, she they took the estate from her. And some girl was just like, look at you over here on the internet trying to go viral for some dumb stuff when you know good and damn well that your mom wrong. was embezzling money from the damn charity. Wrong. Just out there, Loud just wrong. wrong. I said, you know, people don't want to just be wrong. They got to be loud and wrong in public. They can't be loud and wrong in private. They got to let everybody know they loud and wrong. I was just like, your mama is a thief, ho. Your mama was mm-hmm. thieving. Now, and Kamala, what, Kamala did her job. What were you expecting her to do? She did what she had to do. Like, what are we talking about here? Did her job. But that's a little sidebar on Nina Simone and going off on a tangent. But either way, to bring it back to Zoe, mm-hmm. um, does she identify as Afro-Latina? I believe so. I believe she does. Um, okay. I don't think she's like Jessica Don't Call Me Latina Alba. Like, I think that, um, oh, you know, she wasn't, she didn't want to really be, you don't remember how 
just coincidentally in the Final Fantasy, I mean, the Fantastic Four sequel, she had bright blue eyes all of a sudden and this rich blonde mm-hmm. hair. She didn't have blue eyes she in the first not. one? Them blue eyes came in the sequel and they were like viciously blue. <laughs> they were. They looked like mm-hmm. contacts. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed, you know what's crazy? Now I need to go back and watch the first one because we have the Silver Surfer and Caleb likes it so he was mm-hmm. watching it. And um, I noticed that she had blonde hair and blue eyes but forgetting that she did not in the first Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> You know what? That's funny. Jessica Alba is saying that. Um, that's interesting. Um, she's not even really white passing. No. Like you can tell you, she's other. She's definitely not white passing. Not white passing at all. But mm-hmm. let's see. Okay. So, Zoe Zeldana, perfect. I don't know. Okay. So, for those who have not heard, Chadwick Bozeman originally auditioned for the role of Drax. I don't know why. Because <laughs> I sent I sent the little audition tape to uh, Dovecat, and I'm I like, oh. It. But apparently, it was his audition for Drax that made him be considered for Black Panther. So the audition did not go to waste. But child, really, Drax? Mm-hmm. You no? Because now look at exactly, and not saying that he oh, couldn't he can play, play anything. like anything, or that he couldn't mm-hmm. be funny. But just the way that he he played him, I guess, in that moment. I mean, because at first you don't know that Drax is right. funny, because when you meet him, he's he's very mm-hmm. serious. And um, the thing is, he's always serious. So Even I'll when think- he's funny, he's serious. He just doesn't realize he's funny when he's funny. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Especially in that second one, I was laughing. Oh my god, we'll go. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But before we'll get to it, but um, what else? The casting, yeah, casting for Drax like was perfect, you know. And this was probably the first major film that Dave Bautista had been in, so for him to be able to perform the way he did in this type of budget film is impressive to me. I've seen him in other stuff, and, and yeah, he's okay. Did you know he's mm-hmm. Filipino? I did. did I you did know, not I've know been, that. I've been following him since he was yeah. on wrestling. So, oh, it wasn't until that's where. Mm-hmm. He was, that name, okay. Because he Sorry, didn't go by Dave, on. he just went by, um, by uh, Bautista. That was his name. Mm-hmm. Right. So it wasn't, I don't know what I was watching, a commercial or something, or maybe it was an interview. I don't remember, but basically he was talking about his grandfather being Filipino or mm-hmm. something. And it wasn't until I looked at him, really looked at him, and looked at his eyes, I was just like, Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that. Bradley Cooper is uh, Rocket. It's still mind-boggling. I can't get over it. You know, like it, even it was. I saw. The, I think I sent it to you. It was a clip of him in the studio talking because they said that he, even though he's just playing the voice, he actually has to still emote and do the body movements because of um, screen capture. So they really do have him doing all of the body language and everything for Rocket. Mm-hmm. But just seeing and hearing that voice come out of his mouth, but knowing how he normally sounds, it's just crazy to me. Very weird. And like, which is like, I know he's an mm-hmm. actor. Okay. I know he can act. I get that. But it's, I don't know. I guess when you're voice acting, <laughs> your voice has to do crazy things too. And he's definitely in an octave that he's mm-hmm. not, to me, is not easily recognizable. Mm-hmm. Cause even when I when I looked it up to see who was playing Rocket, 
I was still like, Bradley Cooper, somebody is lying. This is inaccurate. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like him. At but, all. Um, At all. And then we have Groot. And it's, well, Vin sounds like Groot. Groot sounds mm-hmm. like Vin. But imagine the coin that you are pulling in just to say three words all the time. And that's the only reason why he's doing it. I mean, he even played Yeah, he could be doing that laying on that couch. Groot. I'm Groot. Although I do think it's very interesting. I think we talked about it on the podcast before, but even though the script is really just I am Groot for him, they usually Mm -hmm. show what Groot would normally be saying in English so that he knows how to change his voice based off of how he should be talking, which I think is really dope. Cause that's how I um I got in my feelings in Infinity War when I realized when he said group to Rocket, he was saying dad. And and that just it was like as if the whole experience for Infinity War wasn't so gut wrenching as it was, then to find out that the character who we've never understood the entire time actually said dad when looking at Rocket before he went away. It was it was a lot for me. It was it was too much. I mean, it was a lot in the first one when he, you know, he sacrificed mm-hmm. himself for mm-hmm. them. And um I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> um and then to see Rocket kind of break that oh my god. Rocket, let me tell you something. I hope we get a backstory mm-hmm. on Rocket. Yeah, that's the what they claim. They said we should be hearing a little bit more about Rocket in his history, which means that we'll get to see the history of how he was created. You know, he when he was drunk in the first one, he threw out there like how he was experimented on and pulled apart and everything mm-hmm. and made into this thing. So, but how smart he is, it's just insane. It's just... He, uh, oh my God, his, the way he be working with and, weapons? And it's just like so quick. Like, so quick, like when they were breaking out of the prison and he was trying to set up everything to get rid of the gravity inside of there. And he's just going, just doing stuff. And they're like, hurry up. I'm like, how much faster do you think he needs to go? This man is flying right Oh my now. God. Flying, little trash panda. <laughs> I love him. I love, let me tell you something else that made me chuckle mm-hmm. that I missed. When this was after the fact, when um, Drax... And this isn't the first one when Drax had um, Ronan come to mm-hmm. where they were and they were fussing, right? And um, they were fussing and he said something. I think Rack, like Rocket was just like, he was like, so you had people that died. So is everybody. And Groot was like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that part was so funny to me because he said it so matter-of-factly. And I'm like, ooh, that was real heavy. I felt like Groot when I heard it. <laughs> ooh, man, that fact, and the fact that Groot was so big, he was like, oh, how could you? It was so funny to me. Like, that was just... <laughs> oh, it was, it, that, that movie was just... Uh, it was great. Oh, my was, God. These two movies have a do, lot of heart, They too. both do. Both of them do. So do you have, have a, a preference between the two? Do you prefer the first or the second? The or what second. is it about the second one that you like? The second one was, um, you know, I'm all for good romantic interest, love, whatever, in my movies. And I like the dynamic between Gamora and mm-hmm. Peter, right? And like how throughout this whole entire, the movie is just like, Peter was, has always been searching mm-hmm. for more, right? Always looking for more, always wanting mm-hmm. more. And um, 
I like the fact that um, you know, he already has his makeshift mm-hmm. family. Even he wasn't born into it, they developed whatever, but they were family. And Gamora is just kind of like, mm-hmm. we're here. You know, we, we're your family, you know? And how they have this unspoken thing that they probably won't add on because Gamora doesn't know how. Um, but that's like the main reason. Like, just the whole notion of like family doesn't necessarily have to be what you're born into or by blood. It can definitely be who you choose to be your family. Um, and it can be just the same. But you know what's interesting? Like what you just said when you said they probably won't act on because of Gamora. Remember though, in Endgame, when Nebula and uh, met up with the Gamora from the past, she must have told her that this was like this. Almost, they had a moment like they they had one of them girlfriends moments. Like, girl, let me tell you about this kind of yes. thing. And she was like, oh, this is the one. Like, so it made me think like, mm-hmm. even if she's not truly acting on it with him, she's spoken of him well enough right. for someone to be like, oh yeah, that's basically her man. So yeah, I um, and that's and that's the one the red flag. At, in ego, this is where um when he's fighting ego and he finds out that his mom he that ego gave his mom a cancer, mm-hmm. and he's just he's just going off, just going off instead of thinking, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. And um he does the same thing in Infinity War with mm-hmm. Thanos when he realizes that Gamora is dead and he loses mm-hmm. his shit. Um, which is I'm I'm blaming Peter for the reason why they lost Infinity War. I mean Peter? Oh well, because oh, he couldn't I keep forgetting his that there were two Peters, you know. Peter Parker and Peter. Two Peters. Okay. Peter yeah. Quill. Quill. We'll say Quill. Um, I'll never forgive him. Yeah. The sad part is it had to happen, though. I know, but I, I'll never forgive him. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because he lost his shit. So, I am I'm interested in... I want to know... For a few things. I want to know how Rocket understands Groot. Mm. And I also want to know, at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy... Too right when we have teenage group and Peter is talking to him, um, I want to know how he understands them as well. Um, my guess is, and this is just a guess. Well, I feel like Rocket probably understands Groot just because of everything that he's had done to him. Like I feel like he probably mm. understands just because of the program and the pride and other stuff. Maybe it made it easier for right. him to either okay. understand or he just naturally understood what he was talking that species um, was talking about. But I think everybody else would eventually start to understand too. Like when you're around someone long enough, even mm-hmm. if you don't understand the actual words that are coming out of your mouth, you probably are getting finally start to piece together like how it sounds and what that must mean and stuff like that. So you'd be able to carry a conversation. Almost like if you're around somebody, a foreign speaker long enough, mm, you start you'll to pick, pick up, up eventually. So um baby Groot. <laughs> First of all, I was going to go see Guardians of the Galaxy 2 anyway, but Baby Groot just brought it home for me. He is so mm. cute and he has such a chip on his shoulder. And like the way they made him like a little mm-hmm. badass and then be so cute with those big old eyes. Like the cutest part to me was when he was talking to Gamora was talking to him and she was like, we'll be back. <laughs> like she was talking to a child. She's like, we'll be back in a week before mm-hmm. you know it. He looks so sad. I was like, "This is so cute." <laughs> oh, so they did. They cute. did so well with that. They did. They did. They did. Because in my mind, there was a part of me that was like, "Okay, I know that he's technically supposed to be like baby group, but like, does that mean that he just? I mean, he was a full fledged tree. 
Mm-hmm. Like, why? I guess a part of me was like, why is it that I know that he's little, but he's still not acting like he would have been because he literally has grown up. Right. But I'm happy that they did not do that because we would have missed out on so many cute moments. Oh my gosh, so many cute moments. I love how he was kind of slow. So do you, since you've seen The Mandalorian, do you prefer Baby Yoda mm-hmm. or Baby Groot? <sighs> Let me say something about Baby Yoda. I, I understand that I cannot give birth <laughs> to um, the Yoda species. I'm mm-hmm. aware of that. But every time I see Baby Yoda, my ovaries <laughs> literally jump in my body. Okay, he is just, <laughs> he is so cute. Like, I just, he's so I will spit out my drink. Like, baby, like, <laughs> he's, oh my God, he's so cute. And the and they gave him a name, oh my God. And what really brought it home, so you haven't seen The Mandalorian yet, so I'll give you this a little bit, and I won't tell you the context. Either way, he, he has Baby Yoda in the spaceship, right? So this is literally like, to me, the parts where we have, the Mandalorian and Grogu. The part is to me is like a like a father son type mm-hmm. of dynamic. Even though he's because I mean basically the premise is that this Mandalorian has been tasked with getting Baby Yoda back to his people so he can learn about being a Jedi and all that good mm-hmm. stuff, right? That's basically the, the 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 gist of the show. And then the first season, the gist of the show. Well, shoot, the second season too. Are they about to do three? But wait. Yeah, I think it's going into the third. Mm -hmm. Third, yeah. So basically, the gist of the first one and the second one is him getting him back to where Mm -hmm. he came from. And then um, basically, dude's been alone this whole time, and then he has baby Grogu. So, I mean, it's really like a, to me, it's like a father-son dynamic. So there's one part, and we can move on. There's one part where he's in a spaceship, and he's doing all these maneuvers and stuff. And earlier in the episode, baby... Um, Yoda has been eating like these blue macaroon things so he's doing all of this maneuvering and stuff in the spaceship and then they kind of pan to him and he's just looking at the camera looking all cute and stuff and then he just vomits <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's to me it like have you seen a baby that was like just had some formula and they just kind of chilling and then they just like mm-hmm. that's exactly what he looks like and then you see the Mandalorian reaching back there kind of wipe his mouth mm-hmm. and stuff so, I don't know, man. This is very close, but I literally want to have a baby Yoda when I see okay. him. Okay. All right. So, having watched both of them, what were some things that mm-hmm. you noticed or now make more sense after seeing all the other things that have come afterwards? Did you have any things where like, oh, mm. I noticed you said that we kind of had a foreshadowing of, her, of Peter being a hothead based off of, mm-hmm. you know, finding out that um, he was the reason that his mom got cancer and he's flipping out. And then we right. see that same behavior right. when he, excuse me, he found out that Gamora was killed by Thanos. Mm-hmm. Did you have any other? Um. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Um. Well, one, we get the introduction to like the Celestials, mm-hmm. kind of sort of. Yeah. Um, which I wasn't really too keen on. Um, looking 
and I know a little bit more now because of what we're going to get with the Eternals. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. What about you? Maybe if you talk I about think, some. I think the main we'll thing was the, um, was that. That was the biggest thing for me. The um, Well, another thing to me was and how strong do these people have to be in order to be able to hold an Infinity Stone? Because because mm. I was like, you know, we saw when old girl with the uh, the collector, I think there was a girl with the collector. She grabbed the stone and burned, and it literally blew up the entire like all the windows out of the place and stuff. Right. But we see Ronan grab it, and Ronan grabs it, and it's clearly like impacting him. But he just kind of smacked it into his his little weapon and was in chill mode. But we see when Peter touches it. Like, cause they said that in the past that there was a time where multiple people tried to distribute the power of the Infinity Stones amongst them all, but they still ended up mm-hmm. dying. This right. happened with four people, and I'm like, right? Is it is it less about the actual power and more about the heart of the people, or or is it a combination mm. of both? Because you know, Thanos was able to grab one. I mean, he grabbed one out of his um, gauntlet and punched. Captain Marvel across the whole universe, so he can clearly but grab maybe, them. but yeah, right. So maybe it's just the power of the stone, that particular stone, um, because regular people were handling the stones like, well, no, because I'm thinking back to everybody that had the stone. The only person, wait, did Jane Foster handle the stone? Did she hold it at all? I can't remember from Dark uh, Dark World. Because I was thinking about Loki had the space stone, mm-hmm. but it was in his mm-hmm. scepter. Um, I have a, a theory about Loki in episode, when we get to that at the end of the towards the end of the episode. Um, I think he had the time stone when he was in that place, um, but I don't know. Even still, he's able to hold it because he's a god. I would think, but I don't know. I just thought, I hadn't thought about it in your, the way that you're thinking about it. I thought about it. I just thought it was the nature of that particular mm-hmm. stone that it was just stronger than I guess the rest of them. But then again, I can't remember if like actual regular people held the yeah. stones, like a regular human person. Yeah, because when you think about it, the only person of real power that grabbed the stone in the gra- Guardians of the Galaxy of the Guardians of the Galaxy is Peter Quill. And it's because he's half... Mm-hmm. What is it? Half Celestial. Celestial. But Gamora was just mm-hmm. a regular alien. They did but, say they did experiments on her to build her, to make her the way. They did but do what experiments about Drax? on her. Drax, okay, so I was thinking about this, right? And it wasn't until you said that about strength. Remember in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, when she's fighting her sister? She just picks up that gun that was on the ship <laughs> and puts it on her shoulder and starts shooting back. I thought maybe, and then I was just like, well, maybe Gamora was just super duper strong. Maybe she was, I mean, she might just be like a regular alien and she might've just been a regular alien had she not been yeah, messed with she, or experimented on. Uh huh. Because the way, and then she jumps really far. Mm-hmm. Um, She seems to be really strong. And then the way she, and I was, I remember this scene, but not really until I watched it again. I was just like, she really just picked up the gun off this spaceship and put it on her shoulder. And was shooting it hmm. like it was like a shotgun. So right. I don't know. 
Hmm. I hadn't thought that deep about it. Now I'm be thinking about it. Yeah. So that was that was one thing that came to mind to me because, I mean, it was clearly about to kill Peter. <laughs> and then she grabbed him. And, then oh, they, yeah. and I'm like, okay, four of them managed to do something that it looked like six or seven people were doing in the little history lesson we had. So right. it just kind of. Oh, and Rocket. We can't forget Rocket. Yeah. But he was enhanced too, but we don't know really much background on Drax, so I don't know how strong his folks right. are. Hmm. Hmm. What else is something that I thought about? Or did we get any hints at anything else? I think Adam Warlock is coming soon. I think we're going to see him in three. You think it'll be Guardians of the Galaxy 3? I know there's going to be one. They've already said there's going to be a three. No, I mean, like, it's, we it's, know he's that gonna there's going to be a three, and we know that. Oh, confirm that he's going to be in it? No. But how they left it, I feel like they introduced. They didn't just introduce him to be introducing him. We're going to see him. I'm going through. And I didn't even notice. That was another thing. I didn't even notice that Thanos was in Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even, I forgot. I was like, mm-hmm. because to me, it's like he just popped up in Infinity War. Like, I remember seeing him on the end credits on one of those movies that mm-hmm. I watched. Um, but seeing him, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. So that was another, I'm like, damn, so he did show up before Infinity War. Because, like, when I was watching Infinity War, it was like I was meeting Thanos for the first time, not realizing that I had already met him. But see, that's what happens when you only watch a movie once. Right. I'm going through. To say you watched it as opposed to truly studying. I'm going through, seeing if I see any other. I'm looking at a list of um things. I, they they could have saved serious? the Howard the Duck uh, post credit scene. I think that's more so of a um, a James Gunn thing. Um, I don't think it's like truly any. I think it's just a James Gunn thing. And can I just say that James Gunn is the only reason why I'm watching Suicide Squad. Um, Suicide Squad. That's the only the new trailer reason. looks the dope. Only the only the new trailer looks a lot better than the first Suicide Squad. The first Suicide Squad, even the trailer so. didn't even feel right. Like it just, I knew it was going to be garbage <laughs> before it even hit play. So I'm hoping for a lot and more with this. Um, plus, Idris is in it. That's, <laughs> that's something worth seeing. They could have kept uh, John Cena. I could have lived without John Cena. I'll never. I hate him. I hate him. Let me stop. I don't have anything against John Cena personally. He's not a good actor. I just wish he would stop yeah. I did think it was in, it was cool that we found that there was an original Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, like we, you know, in Guardians of the Galaxy two, we see two people that were in their original original group. I'll do this because it's not like they were yeah. walking around like Avengers. They had this name, but you know, right? Yeah, that was, also mm-hmm. Yondu. <gasps> yeah, Yondu. Yeah. That was one of those things. Like I, I still okay, so I understand that. You know, he, I'm just trying to figure out how he was actually going to try to kill Peter in the first one, considering how, because considering the feelings that he had, 
for him because he yeah, was in front of all his people willing to, to for show try to kill him then oh see that's another thing the second one made sense to me well not made, it made sense before but the second one realizing his like his mm-hmm. attitude because like he's been double crossed by peter on black oh, well. yeah peter's and he didn't even get mad when he was double crossed with the infinity stone he just laughed it off yeah i mean i guess i guess it, it seems like it's like a pattern this is this is their thing mm-hmm. so i don't what did he say i love that line he was like ego might have been your father but it won't you <laughs> <laughs> i want to know where yondu was from because clearly he sounded like he's from georgia i don't well I, all i'll say is at least in uh walking dead that's where they were filming in georgia so <laughs> He fit perfectly there as the racist man. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was Walking in Dead? Um, Walking Dead. Did you? You haven't watched Walking Dead at all? Now you know I don't do zombies. Okay, well, in Walking stuff. Dead, uh, he plays this basically just racist. Um, he has a brother named Daryl. Now Daryl is a made-up character. He was not actually in the graphic novel, mm-hmm. but he became a fan favorite very fast. So this made-up character is mm-hmm. still on the show. But he was just basically as racist. Um, sound just like he does in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was, now I gotta look up to see where he's from. But he was not a fan favorite. He was so he was such a bad character. And Daryl was kind of like the version of him where it it is possible for someone to change. Like, mm-hmm. like he played like what is, what was his brother? What was Daryl's brother's name? I can't remember. But Yandu, he was basically the the, uh-huh. the ra- racist that'll never be reformed. That's just who he is. Whereas um, Daryl was one of the okay. ones. Daryl's character was more like the the racist that was racist, but then started to see the error uh-huh. in his ways. Right. Okay. Well, Yandu is from Alabama. Oh, so he might be really racist. Played by what's his name? Michael Rooker. So he may <laughs> um be drawn for personal experience with being a racist. <laughs> right. Um or maybe not. Yeah, maybe let's not, not do that. Anyways, he played Yondo very mm-hmm. well. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I saw him in something the other day. Um, a trailer, I believe. And he come like in a DC something? What's his name? His real name? Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. I saw him in a trailer or something. Uh, uh, actor. Hold on, you said Rucker? The second Suicide Squad? Y- yes, 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 yes. He's in su- he was in the Suicide Squad trailer. So it's a James Gunn thing. Maybe. When he likes you, mm-hmm. he likes you. He'll keep you going. He's like Ryan Murphy. But, mm-hmm. let's see. That's, that's one thing about Ryan. He gonna make sure you work mm-hmm. if he likes you. And he will, he will carry you wherever you need to go. Let's see. What else is in there? Lord Michael. Uh, I think that's it. But yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy is just good. It was just, it was just it really was good. good, and I am so glad that James Gunn is coming back for the third. Because I was, I don't know if I would have been as excited to go see the third if he wouldn't have been a part of it anymore. Right, and then on top of that, like I don't know, I can understand the outrage a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I can understand the outrage. I really, really can. Um, but in the grand scheme of some of the stuff that he said, I don't know. Not to compare bad thing to bad thing, but 
I don't know. I can see why Marvel had, like hired him back. Yeah, they kind of treated him like Real Housewives did Portia. You know, we're gonna take your peach mm. for a minute, give you some time away, and then we'll we'll come back. But we got to at least punish you for a little bit. That's kind of felt like how that happened. They treated him like Portia from Housewives. That she beat up King and more. But so moving right along. Um, since we've done Guardians of the Galaxy, we did get a new trailer to Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That was that was I just. The trailer was good. The trailer was good. It was, it was. really good. Um, I just, I'm, it made me even more excited for the movie because it's going to be really dope. So, let's see. Going back to the trailer, I pulled up a breakdown of the trailer because I know that there was a lot. Now, I did watch a breakdown of the trailer. So, so, what kind of stuff did you see in your breakdown? Because I haven't read this article yet. I just pulled it up. I don't know yet what it's going to tell me. So what kind of stuff did your breakdown reveal? Um, so they did it scene by scene. Mm-hmm. Um, they were talking about the dragons. <laughs> it was new rock stars. I watched it. The I watched the first half last night while I was about to sleep. So I'm not good. But I did. I do. Re- I remember watching it, but I can't tell you what they're mm-hmm. talking about. Um, they did talk about the fact that the Ten Rings aren't actually like on they look like bracelets mm-hmm. as opposed to actual rings that you wear on yeah, your fingers we, which you is fine. He swung them off at one point. Oh, I think it was the dad. Yes, the dad was swinging so, them off his arm. But um, Eric seems to think that those rings that they have were they initially they probably were rings, but they were rings for dragons to fit over their talons, as opposed to like actual small little for rings, a person. Um, for a person, which is why they look like bracelets on hmm. um, on actual people. Um, so, oh, also on that breakdown, they seem to think that um, that maybe I need to know Shang Chi's dad, so I'm just not calling him Shang Chi's mm-hmm. dad. Um, but his dad maybe wants more power. Um, maybe the dragons are protecting him from getting that power. And, um, they seem to think that, um, there's some type of fighting competition that's going on, Mm -hmm. which is where we see them fighting in the ring and stuff. Um, which wasn't that character that was that abomination. Yeah, that's what they're saying. It didn't look like abomination Mm -hmm. to me. But um, or not with how we're used to seeing Abomination. Like I remember him from the um from the Hulk movie, and he to me this one looked like a an amphibian or something. I don't know. But so let me see. Change. Change's dad is the Mandarin. Well, let's just call him the Mandarin. Let's just yeah, call him that. That's what they said. I'll just call He's him the Mandarin. Infamous terrorist. So basically, the Mandarin. Mandarin yes, is trying to get more power, and is. And trying, I guess, trying to get it from this temple or whatever is where they're fighting it. Like at the very end, you see this temple in the background where Shang Chi has some like five of the rings, and his dad has the other five, and that type of thing. Um, but other than that, I mean, I, every time I watch that trailer, it just looks so good. It yeah, looks so it looks good. like it's gonna be action packed. 
again. They use an Aquafina the to be comic relief, but whatever. But the scene, I just know that the fighting scenes mm-hmm. are going to be epic. Amazing. I just need to know how someone like him is going to fit into the rest of the MCU. Did um, how does it make it work? Did Eric say anything about you know how he feels like that might piece together? Well, he thinks he well he he was saying that um that he didn't think that he was going to see Abomination until She Hulk because that's where he was confirmed to have been Mm. shown. He said that it was never in a million years did he think that. Shang Chi and the Ten Rings would be would set up She Hulk, but I don't, I don't, I don't. I'll have to watch it again. I don't recall him saying anything of how they would connect. I don't understand how they'll connect. Um, oh, he did say Abomination is fighting some, um, some, um, what's his name, Wayne Wu from Doctor mm. Strange. He Abomination is fighting him. Well, that's what he thinks is fighting him. Um, so we think we might get references from so Doctor Strange know. in this as well. Yes, because they were what his Eric's premise was that he thinks that this competition that they're in is a um is um of somebody trying to people trying to get the ten rings. That's what the comp the, the competition is. Um, but Eric was basically saying that he thinks that the competition is is in the reason the competition so somebody can get the ten rings. But the Mandarin specifically wants his son in the match because he knows that his son would win the whole thing and to get the rings to obtain more power from some temple or something. He explains it a lot better than I do, than I do. But that's a gist. So do you it. think that um, maybe the dad has five of them and he's trying to get the other five? If there's a scene later on that has no, them where they're split has, between the son, father and the son, right? But I thought he had both okay. of them. But 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 but, but I, I'm look when I look at other trailers or when they show it previously, they only show him doing one hand. I don't think I saw him doing both hands where he had ten the ten rings. Mm. I would have to go watch it again. But even in the trailer, you only see his dad with like with one set, maybe. So maybe he doesn't have. Hmm. Both. Interesting. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I just assumed he had both. So if you say that, it, if you say that, then maybe the only reason I ask that is because if he had them, the then why would he have him entering in competitions to get them? Right. That's it. But see, now that you say, that, I'm like, I thought he had both. I thought he had both things. Um, but in the trailers, I don't remember him using both sets. I just remember him having one. They only show yeah. one arm. So if that is the case, then he's trying to win the other five. We're trying to get the five. Mm. Um, so that's interesting. I don't know. I still don't understand. I need to look it up, but I don't see it's changed. She is like he's just uh he's he doesn't have any type of superpower. Well, if he gets these ten rings, then that'll kind of amplify him, but He's just like he would. He's just a regular person that can fight well and is enhanced by the rings. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Is that what we're looking at? What it says, I'm looking through. They said that the the ten rings use tech too. It says with their swords, martial arts, and mystical artifacts, it's easy to assume that the ten rings operatives prefer traditional methods of combat. But Death Dealer proves otherwise. Who's Death Dealer? Did we see them? Oh, Death Dealer, ain't that the um the one with the mask? Oh, okay. Okay. The white and blue gotcha. orange mask. 
I think that's him. During the night, their nightclub scrap, Mandarin's right hand man tosses an exploding throwing knife towards Shang Chi, which then lodges into a window and shatters the glass. This addition to Darth Diller's arsenal proves the Ten Rings isn't limited to ancient origins, but also packing the latest gear. Yeah, because back when I'm looking at like this overview of Shang Chi, basically. He can, um, he's a master of numerous unarmed and weapon-based wushu styles, including the use of the gun, nunchuck, and, um, I'm saying it's wrong, Jean, 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 ooh, my pronunciation. Hmm. But, um, so, that's what I'm interested in. I mean, his daddy basically groomed him to be a killer, and he wanted no yeah. pops. And the only reason he was able to pull him back in was with the sand assassins out to get him. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, why in the trailer he told his people that he wouldn't be able to, they wouldn't be able to beat him anyway. And he's like, I'm glad you proved me right. right. I want to know, I'm, I'm interested in the story, the fan, like the familial story. Like, what's going on with his sister? Because his sister don't look like she likes him very mm-hmm. much. Um, but she's in that field with him and Aquafina with um, Michelle mm-hmm. Yao. So, it could be a very, know, it could be one of those that. things where, kind of like the Coming to America too, the the sequel, where it was mm. like you know, you have a parent that wants to pass on the power in the kingdom or whatever, but they won't do it with the women. They only want to pass it on to the son, <laughs> and then for the son right. to leave, <laughs> just to avoid even having to deal with it anyway. I'm sure that creates a whole different dynamic of a relationship because she's like, well, I'm here. My guess, I'm here. I'm standing beside Dad, been beside Dad this whole time, and I'm still overlooked for you. And won't and won't. Mm-hmm. But Dad is mm-hmm. like, nah. So okay, I can see that. I wonder, are they going to show? Is it Death? I want. It's not Death Eater. This is not Harry Potter. Um, what is it? Um, Death Dealer? Who is he? Do we know who he I is? Know. I don't know. That's why I was asking because this oh, article is referencing him a lot. And I don't know anything about Death Dealer. But I do have Shang-Chi in my list of things to read. So I could be... I'll Aww. eventually probably learn that later. But let's see. So Death Dealer in the MCU. This article says... Uh, so you are right it is the person with the mask Um, Mm -hmm. he's also a part of the Ten Rings organization Um, in Marvel he is a MI-16 agent named Li Ching Lin Uh, that told me nothing but who's playing um i don't know it's like they've have they even have they shown who's playing him no it's a standalone character they don't really say anything else about him if they're not showing who it is and it's probably gonna be a big reveal probably maybe even somebody we've seen before i still think it's Maybe, maybe. Oh, do you know what's funny? So we went to the movies, mm-hmm. right, to see Peter Rabbit mm-hmm. too. And of course, I missed the vibes. And you know, they have all the posters and stuff up. 
uh, of movies that are coming. Um, did you know they have a Snake Eyes movie coming out? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you? Did he show his face? Did Snake Eyes show his face in the last GI movie? I don't know. Um, I'll be honest and say that the GI movies have not been that great. <laughs> okay. <never mind>. You know, <laughs> I don't even know why I went there. I went on a yeah. tangent. But to bring it back, I'm wondering if they haven't said anything about Death Dealer and who's playing him, then it's probably going to be a big reveal if they reveal the face. Let's see. Okay, so did they ever show who he was? I was looking it up to see if they show who he was, but my guess maybe. Hmm? I don't know. But yeah, Shang-Chi is going to be dope. I'm ready, 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 ready for that. We still, somebody else complained and said, so we got a second Shang-Chi trailer before we even got our first Far From Home trailer for Spider-Man. They're keeping that under wraps, dog. My Ah. guess is that they really are. uh, Maybe I'm hoping that we'll get a trailer when Black Widow comes out. That's that's in two weeks. That's my guess. Well, next week. That's my guess. Next week. Hey, and I got my tickets. I'm seeing it on the eighth. Me too. The day before, because you know early showing started at five o'clock the day before now, so I'm going to go see it then. We won't be watching it until the day it comes out, but which is fine because I have my tickets. But I um I don't. I want they're keeping it under wraps mm-hmm. for a reason. So when it comes out in December, mm-hmm. right? Unless. If they're waiting until after Loki ends because Loki has already made many references to the multiverse. And that's if true. true. There's true, still true, true, stuff true. that they need to tell us about that. Then they may be waiting until Loki is over so that whatever we see in these trailer, this trailer for the Spider-Man movie makes sense. Because I don't think there's anything in Black okay. Widow multiverse related that would be connected to Spider-Man. Like I, I don't understand Black Widow. Is- yeah, I I only think that Black Widow is going to be used to um, give us an introduction to the person that's going to be replacing her. Uh-huh. That's how I see it. We'll probably probably give us tidbits to and an understanding of what was going on in the world when she was on the run. But I don't. I just don't feel like. The movie itself is going to be that big of a reveal, but there probably is going to be a really good post-credit scene for it. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I was like, maybe we'll get a post-credit scene for Far From Home in Black Widow. Maybe. But by that time, Loki will not have been Mm -hmm. over. So We would have one um, more episode left. You're right. Mm -hmm. So if that's not, they're just going to wait. So if we don't get it end scene with Black Widow, we most definitely probably going to get it with Chang Chi. And even that one makes a little bit more sense because that's what, two months before? Mm-hmm. Three months yeah, before. because Chang Chi comes out in September. Um, that would make June. So we would get something there and then Chang Chi would probably give us a better trailer for it. Or maybe even a trailer for something that's coming out next year in like March or something. But you know they usually do like March, mm-hmm. May, July, and then November. So... Mm-hmm. This is the only year where they've really strayed off from that because of COVID. But since we have mentioned... I can't believe we're getting all these Marvel movies this year, though. Well, there's also an, another untitled film, I think, for next year that we know nothing about. I 
think it's going to be like an Avenger film. I don't, I mean. I don't know. Or Fantastic, I, well, no, Fantastic Four don't come out next yeah, year. Yeah, I don't know what it might be, but it's something's coming. I don't know what it is, but we bitched Loki. Let's go ahead and dive into episode three of Loki. So, what was episode three called? It was called whatever the name of that planet was, Lamentis, Lamentis, whatever it's called. So, first, what were your thoughts on the episode? Um, I'm in love with Loki. Mm -hmm. It's official. Hell, Baldin, Loki. <laughs> um, uh, I just like the fact that he admitted that he was into both men and mm-hmm. women in that thing just kind of blew my mind. I was like, huh? And it was said very like, like um, casually too, like no big deal. Yeah, just a little bit of both. And that's mm-hmm. how it should be. We don't need to make it this big yeah. reveal. It, <laughs> it's like bisexual people are an everyday regular occurrence. Mm-hmm. This is not something that's abnormal or he wasn't peculiar. revealing that he got eight toes um, on a foot. Like it, it shouldn't have been like anything pressing. So it was it was pretty cool how they just slid it in there and continued on with the conversation because it was regular conversation. Um, what else? Um I, oh, when they were on that planet and he broke first, I don't know why I don't believe Loki. Like I just don't believe he really broke that time thing for some mm-hmm. reason. But when he showed it, I'm like, well, maybe he really did. I need to take it at face value. But we're dealing with mm-hmm. Loki, so you just can never tell. Um, when they walked up on that lady house and she shot Sylvie, and then and then Loki saw he gonna turn it to the picture and he tried to. I was like, and you know what? I had to. I was like, please don't do this. I was like, because two things played in my head. I was like, either he's dead and it's gonna make her sad, or he was trash, and he was trash. <laughs> he was trash, and she shot him just because mm-hmm. he was trash. Like he's never said anything that nice to me. Right. I was like, this is hilarious. You you know one thing that this episode showed me that really upset me? They nerfed the hell out of Loki. Nerfed. They did what? Um and yeah, and you Uh, know, gamer terms, that means that they kinda killed his abilities. Like made him not as strong as he actually is. And I didn't realize how strong he was until well, how much more strength he had than we've ever had in display was when they were running through the town when everything was blowing up and that building was falling down on him and he stopped it and lifted it and put it right back. I thought it was a time stone. But t- he wouldn't have the time stone, though. But I think, I don't know, the same way I didn't see him take the remote off of um, Mobius, I just assumed that he stole a time stone from um but you know the, those stones those stones only work in the universes that they're supposed to be in that's something that's something i learned right. in the comments he wouldn't have known which stone would have worked wherever he was that's but like because I, I only learned that because of the comic book i read where it's actually gamora who's going to different universes he, she went to another universe to get another set of infinity stones because the ones that she had or had gotten somehow weren't working where she was. But I was the one he ran through and he just stopped that whole thing. I'm like, so what all can Loki really do? And what more can we see him doing mm-hmm. since they have not clearly shown us all of his abilities? Maybe that's what they're trying to set up in this, like in this series, because I mean, they basically said the gist of these these series on Disney Plus is to give us more background information on these characters mm-hmm. um, that we don't necessarily get to get in the movie, which I think is trash, but that's neither here nor there. 
we know that Loki is a sorcerer. We know that he can pull, you know, we mm-hmm. know this, right? But some of the stuff that he's doing, I'm mm-hmm. just like, I didn't, we didn't know mm-hmm. that he could do that. Because um, literally all they've really shown Loki do in the whole course of his time on the show, I mean, in the series or the movie, I mean, he can manipulate people. He can visually look like other people. And he's manipulative. That's really the gist of his character. We've never seen him do something like lift a building and throw it back to where it was. Stuff like that. I was like, I that's now I need to go back and watch that part. Cause to me it looked like it just like it rewound. But you're saying, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go look at it again, but you're just saying, nah, dog. Yeah, he, he jumped under it and he, like, he bulked up like a little kid and looked up and you just see the thing lean right back over. Cause I'm like, if he, he was manipulating time, I feel like he would have used it in a way to make one that thing that he broke in his hand, his pocket he could have brought that back mm. but that was just like I need to see more of this power and I need to see less of him say, trying to fight I because he's not a stronger. fighter his mm. fighting skills are trash I, wish was. <laughs> I mean it, you know what he looks like he looks like the um the child that had to do karate because their brother was he, doing he's it. scar and he picked up on some of the school, some of the skills. He is scarred from the line. Um, if he had, <laughs> he he had a, he picked up some of the skills because he had to just by simply being mm-hmm. there, and he can do it, but he don't do yeah. it that great. He's scarred from the Lion King. He and that's what it he like knows how to do it. Not really good at it, but would rely on his manipulative skills to get what he wants before he ever has to go into battle. Which is probably what he did the whole time he was mm-hmm. on Asgard with any type of duty or anything like that. Um, I really do wish that with he when he's using those short swords that he looks like a pro when he's using these short swords, short swords because he uses them mm-hmm. all the time. Now this is something that he uses all the time. I would expect him to be better. Sylvie is way better. I'm sitting here wondering because because we've watched three episodes now, and the three episodes that we've watched, there are a lot of scenes that were in the trailers that we have not seen yet. I think they're coming up. The scene where they're like the scene where you see our, Sylvie's back. I think that's coming up on the next. Just like I'm waiting for the scene where he's um, standing there and all those people are behind him, and he has his little horns mm-hmm. on his head and stuff. We haven't seen that yet. Not yet. But but um, I'm I'm ready for so that. So for me in this episode, the biggest moment for me was hearing that all the people in the TVA are variants. I was like, right. What? That threw me so much. But not only that they're variants, but they don't know that they're variants. And that's what he said. The look he was like. But when he this when like minute. you know, when it started and we see her kind of like it's it's like a weird flashback where she and the girl are having drinks, and I'm like, wait, she knew this girl? And then it comes out right. like, oh, she doesn't know her. She's in her mind trying to manipulate her. But I'm like, like we had learned another thing, we like these people have always been in the TBA, or at least that's what we've been told. Which was important. I guess it was important when he ran into old boy in the very first mm-hmm. episode and old boy was just like, what's a fish? Right. Because the concept, all he knows is that he woke up at that desk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, yo, when they, when they, when he let that, I, I like, I did my little thing because y'all watched on my iPad. I hit my little back button. For 10 seconds so I could hear that again mm-hmm. and I hit it so I could hear it again and I was just like he was like they don't know that they're variants 
Jesus. And then, like, and it makes sense because I think you even said something about it last recording about how Mobius had that fascination mm-hmm. with skis, uh, jet skis or something. That it's like, how does he have a fascination with like, jet skis if all the people in the TVA have always been there? Just like there were someone else, this article here was talking about how it even explains how all the TVA agents look different. Like if they were all meant to be from the same genetic code, then they would have probably all looked the same rather than all these people mm-hmm. looking completely different for some reason. And then what happened for them to become variants? That's what I'm interested in knowing because what what were they exposed to? What were they doing that actually caused? Oh, see, that makes me think even more about these the the the, the time um, keepers. Because the time keepers. To me, it sounds like these people were manipulating time in the events of time, mm-hmm. and anyone who was doing something that they didn't want them to do. They became a variant, went back, took that mm-hmm. person out of the equation, and then helped guide the other one into the path that would have kept this sacred line uh, timeline intact. Um, from previous, like, cause um, I love new rock stars. I really, but they have like a podcast where you know they break down mm-hmm. the episode, and they and they reveal or was it revealed in like a regular video? Either way, it was revealed that Mobius is a clone. And I'm, but I'm like, no, no, no. I don't think he's going to be a clone of this. He's definitely going to be a variant. I, um, because I was like, that makes so much sense now why he, I was like, cause why, how does he know anything about the jet skis? But then he said when he was talking to Loki, he was just like, this was a time in ninth in the nineties where whatever, whatever, whatever. And I mean, I just kind of brushed it off as like, maybe because how long he's been in the TVA, he's able to look at different timelines and things that are happening and go there and see all the other stuff. But them being variants would explain why he has this fascination with jet skis because he probably owned one in his previous life. You know, that might be why his nose look the way it does. <laughs> you know. I hate you. <laughs> you know that. Right. So that was a big thing. That was a big thing. And there's no that telling where that's going to go. And that, my guess is that, oh, girl, that's over the TVA right now. That's probably one of her goals to make sure that that's something that the people in there don't know. Because my guess is she probably knows all of this. Because I feel like there's yeah. a, she has a closer or deeper relationship with Kane the Conqueror or the Timekeepers. And she her job was to make sure that that never happened. Right. Now, you know what's funny? Back to my boy, Eric. He was like, when they were talking about, they were breaking down the episode and they were talking about Mobius right mm-hmm. and how the Renslayer was just like you need to use a coaster because you've caused all these other rings and you see like two or three rings right there right he's just like okay and he also said something what did he say to her he said something like this oh a side eight this other agent that you have on the side I think he was the agent on the side just a different variant and they got rid mm-hmm. of him I mean, I can see this. I mean, there's a lot of pieces here that. <sighs> because she didn't answer mm-hmm. it. She could have easily said, well, I guess she couldn't say if she's trying to keep things close to the vest, whoever her side agent was doing these, these, these things and bringing back pens and all this other good stuff. But now that I know that they're variants, that Mobius could very well have brought that pen back mm-hmm. to her and not or remembered that, it. Like he don't remember. Or how Mobius those. may have found out before that they're. He was a variant. 
and they, and they got eliminated rid of him. him. They did him like I always say Oprah can do to people. I always say you can't talk bad about Oprah because she'll make you disappear. You make you disappear, we won't hear mm-hmm. nothing else about you. <laughs> so Ooh, So that Lord. episode ended, because you know, we skipped around, but the episode ended with them trying to get away on that ship. And then that ship did not get away. <laughs> so they it No, because what then that building mm-hmm. fall on it. And then he you just see Loki just staring. It goes off of them just staring at what just happened because at the moment, that was it's the only way they could get away. I think they're going to get arrested. But how? I don't know. I think they're going to find them. Because I'm almost because Moby's, I mean, that could that could happen too. That. Because you know the timing in TVA works differently than the time in real life. It could they could be mm-hmm. doing all this, but the time in the TVA. I mean, people in the TVA probably have been able to go back and correct a lot of these these little feeder timelines that came after the exposure. Right. Now let me ask you this. When they were talking about the Kablooey gum, right? And apocalypses, did they mention Lamantis? Did they mention who? Lamantis, the planet. I don't know. Because I don't know. I think I think Mobius is gonna find them. Because he, he already knows that they're hiding in apocalypses. He knows that. Um so it's just a matter of I think they're going to get arrested or get found. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't. At this point, I don't understand how they could not to be saved. And do we do we still know what Sylvie's plan is? Do we know what that? Did she say she that? She hasn't been very. She just said she, she hasn't wants, been very explicit about what her goal is yet. So we still don't know. We don't even know what Loki Mm-mm. is. I think it's changed now that he knows that they're variants and they don't. I think initially the goal was I'm going to take over the TVA. I'm going to take down the timekeepers and I'm going to take over the TVA. Right? Mm-hmm. That's that's what I think. Um, that was his plan. But when he found out they were variants and didn't know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that changes that changes the game because he looked like he was shook. Hmm. So I was looking up. You know, I had shook. some of the other article that was talking about how episode three. Um, creates a connection to Thanos. So, excuse me. All right, so it says this. Um, you may remember other pe- more pieces than I do. So maybe some of this will make a little mm-hmm. more sense for you. But, um, so scrolling through here. I'm trying to skip through some a lot of this stuff. Okay, so it says, in both the comics and MCU, Thanos is from the planet known as Titan. This is one of the mm-hmm. places the priests of <clears throat> the priest of Palma were exiled to after standing up to their Cree brethren. The Cree nearly eliminated the Katadi alien uh, race, which is also a native of the Cree homeland, Hala. Once the priest of Palma's treachery was discovered, groups of two were sent all over the cosmos. This included Lamentus, Earth and even Titan. They said, although the priests of Palma are not visibly seen in episode three, it is possible that they lived on Lamentus one prior to its looming destruction. Oh. Since Loki and Sylvie's adventure there takes place in 2077, the MCU is still decades away from then. Marvel Studios could introduce the priests of Palma later on, possibly as soon as Guardians of the Galaxy three, if Mantis's backstory is explored or they tie Moon Dragon to the group. 
um, because they claim. I gotta find somebody. Let me see what Moon Dragon looks like. Yeah, that's what I'm looking through. But yeah, they said that. Um, but they said that. Oh, that's a girl. Yeah, is is the one that has the eye patch or something? No, like a glowing eyeball or something with white hair. She bald okay, so picture. maybe that's different than this person. Because this person has white hair, almost like Storm. She has one eye that's glowing, and it has a yellow stripe that's going down her face. Mm. She says... Yeah, this is girl is con- green. Oh, her name is Kassar. Q-U-A-S-A. And she pops up. I'm guessing she has some type of connection to... Um, Lamentus and all this other stuff, but apparently she was in one of the Hulk movies. But I just thought it was interesting that they said that there was a way that they were going, they could technically tie to Thanos if they wanted to, but they are in the future technically right now. So yeah, uh-huh. that's a whole different thing. Loki, Loki. So with, mm-hmm, oh. go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say I love the conversation that they had on the train. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how much Loki loves his mama. Oh my god, I love it. And I'm gonna need for Loki to keep it in check, though. Do you realize that they could have been able, they should have gotten away, but no, he wanted to get up and be drunk and sing in Asgardian languages and stuff and make himself stand out. They even got rid of his outfit, forgot he was supposed to keep his outfit on. He out there dressed like got whole variant on the back of his outfit. That's why I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> I, I just couldn't believe how serious the situation was, and he's yeah, having he completely a forgot, completely to... forgot. But oh, that's hilarious! Another trying to say right. I love them. So, I love them. But what's yeah. your guess? Oh, right. ooh. What? next episode? No, you said ooh. I was like, ooh, was that? And I was like, um, I was like, does Loki think Thanos is dead? I mean, not Thanos. Thor is dead. Because you see, the, don't they show the ship exploding? Well, he may because his memory of things is only up to when he died, I think. I think they only showed him up until Loki died. So he may not technically know what oh. happened to Thor unless oh, okay. they had a conversation oh. to explain things. But um, but yeah, but yeah, I love um, him and his mama. I did not know that he could do the the the, the firework things from his hand. But I, I guess okay. it's all a part of the the magic. We've never learned to what extent the magic was that he learned from his mom. We just know that. He, How do you teach magic? I don't know, but I guess you probably have to have at least some type of connection with magic or the magic realm, right? But, and then she can just play with things to see what the extent of his powers actually are, but. Okay, so I was going to ask you what you thought about next episode, but before I tell you that, well, get you to answer that question, I found an article that Loki, well, Tom, he was interviewed about episode four. And he said that Loki will go into an entirely different direction, a direction that will expand even further in, in episode five before the finale. He said that He's telling audiences to prepare for a ride that is going to get even more intense. His exact quote is, the series takes off in a new direction, episode four, and then the destination of that journey kind of comes to fruition in episode five. So four and five, I mean, buckle up because we're going somewhere. I hope you don't see it coming. 
Do you think they're gonna kill Loki off? I don't think they're gonna kill Loki off. I hope not. Because I was, you know, TikTok be on throwing out theories or whatever. One guy theorized that they were gonna kill Loki off and Sylvie was gonna be the new Loki. I was like I was like, don't nobody want that. People love this show and people love Loki. I can't see them killing yeah, him I don't off. Think I, I, don't, I don't see them killing him off. But I mean I could be wrong. I mean Disney don't care about me. Um but I can see them. Oh no no no. I hope they don't kill him off. I can't see him because he's 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 getting real popular. Hmm. So I don't know, but well, I don't know. What duration you think they're gonna what go? If this happens somehow, now if it does happen, I don't know what's gonna. But we found out in the conversation that they had with the TVA, well, that Loki had with the TVA, I think in episode one or two, that this isn't the first variant for Loki. Like they made it sound like there've been multiple variants for Loki outside of maybe the two that we know right now. What if the one that's on the planet Lamentis right now does die, and then there's another one that they tried to use still? <laughs> but see, that's the thing. See, that's the thing with the variants, right? Which is what I don't understand. So, and I guess when we see, and at that point, I didn't understand. But they, with the TVA, they can travel forwards and backwards in time. They can go to events that haven't happened yet because they're already happening Mm -hmm. in that time, which doesn't make sense to me. I guess because when I thought about time travel and what I knew up until this whole Marvel thing was that time doesn't happen until you kind of get there. But but then that's... mm, Anyways, I'm going to confuse myself. (laughs) But, um... With the variants, right? The variants that they showed. What are they still living variants? I don't know. Are they not alive? Can we not go to like what's up with these? I understand variants, right? And even then, they're just like he could look like any of these. But with these variants, where do they come from? Are they currently in the past? Are they in the future? Are they living their lives right now on the sacred timeline? Like, can we go to like wherever the Loki is that's holding the, the the trophy that he won? Like, what kind of Loki are we getting? Does he have magical powers? Like, what's I have so many questions. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot out here and not enough information to be able to tell where it's going to go. So, I don't know. As long as they don't kill my boy off and Mobius can ride a jet ski into the future. And my thing is, is I think that Loki's going to try to tell Mobius that he's a variant and Mobius is not going to believe it. Probably not, but I, I feel like if he does tell him, he's probably not going to believe it originally, but he's probably going to start thinking of stuff. And you know, that's usually how it works. They don't believe the person, but then it, it still leaves like that nugget in their mind to really start thinking about stuff that's happening. And maybe even that conversation with old girl about the rings on the table from the drinks or something might ring a bell or why do I know Triggering. something about on jet skis, stuff like that. But it's funny though because he was talking when he was talking to the girl, like the the black girl, mm-hmm. the TBA agent with the with the funny looking fro. I hated it. It looked like a Lego block. No. Um, she he was talking to her, basically talking about your so, basically how she was so like a purist of the mm-hmm. TBA. You always want to do things by the book. You always want to do things by the rules, and you know whatever. Maybe. He's going to tell Mobius, and I think you're right. At first, he's not going to be like that. But honestly, I think the reason why they ha- we have so many Mobiuses or we have so many variants of him is because he always 
is questioning and not taking things at face mm-hmm. value, which is probably why they keep recreating him. Yeah. But he keeps, I think, essentially it's who he was. He questioned everything. Yeah. I, he questioned yeah, everything. It's going to be interesting, especially now, since what is going to happen in episode four? Is episode four of this going to be like kind of like episode three of WandaVision, where something happened and was like, hmm. And then it just kind of, you were just glued in after that. I don't know. I mean, well, that moment was for me when they when she revealed that they were variants. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I am locked in at mm-hmm. this point. I am committed to the yeah, end. I need to know. Because I told you, as soon as I read that, I was like, I mean, I heard him. Like, I had a mouth drop moment. I was like, wait, what? Because they just, she just said it like it was a, like, she been known it. Like, yeah. Right. But she was like, Wow, it doesn't make sense. She's like, it doesn't make sense. Really- yeah. And he's sitting over here like, wait, wait a minute. So you you been to this? <laughs> mm, it's so funny. It's like she has she has a lot more raw talent than the Loki that we but have. But you, you see her, her shortcomings come into the fact that she doesn't think before she acts. She, like when she ran up in that house, it wasn't even like, "Hey, let's make sure that this is a safe place." She just jumped in there, right? Or like when the fight started, she just kind of got really excited. Well, shit, we got the fight, so let's go ahead and get into it. Like she, she's a hothead. She's a slight hothead. Whereas in the other Loki is a thinker. So together, if they actually truly work together, they would be like a perfect team. But I'm wondering, right? She's a but. She's had this plan for years about whatever she's trying to do with the TVA. Which means they've been looking for her for years. For a long time. A long time. She said, I'm a variant too. I wonder if something, she probably woke up in the Matrix. And she was like, Mm -hmm. that's not right. We need to know more about how she got away. Like, how did she get away? I think she was. Or was she ever captured? And she's just known that these people were coming after her. Like, they just kept coming after her. Because she's a fighter. She could easily fight them back. I think that Sylvie... I think that Sylvie was a TVA agent. And she figured it out. And she went on the run. Mm. And Maybe maybe her whole goal here is to free all of those people. But where would they go? Well... Well, if she frees all those people, those variances, then they have places to go since she blew up the timeline. Yeah, there's different. She, <laughs> she, she could literally be breeze, like, okay? I figured out that this is what's happening to me. All these other people in there don't know that they're variants. What happens if I can just tear that whole thing down? Because if they don't know they're variants, there's, something happened to them for their memories to be gone. Like something had to happen and we haven't seen anything happen so far where we see someone's memory get wiped out. We've just seen them get killed. Unless this little gun that they use where we see them disappear as it isn't making them disappear. It's actually just putting them in a different place where they have no recollection of any of their history. Because I don't think they're dead dead. They they could easily just be putting them somewhere and then creating new TVA agents from all of the the stuff that they have to correct. There's no proof yet that these people are dead. Just that they are zapped. Mm -hmm. Ooh, which is what they want to do. Oh my god. Oh, the implications. Mm -hmm. 
that last five minutes, I was like, mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, this is this. That's yeah, crazy. This is gonna be a lot. So, predictions for next episode. We will close out with predictions. Predictions mm-hmm. for next episode. Okay, so predictions for next episode. I think they're going to be captured by the TVA. They're going to be found because Mobius knows that they're hiding out in Apocalypse. And I think, and I want to go back to the episode prior when they're talking, they're looking at Apocalypse. Apocal- now I can't talk. Apocalypse. <laughs> apocalypse or apocalyptic or. There you go. Apocalypse. Is that apocalypse? What's the plural form of apocalypse? Is it apocalypse? Apocalypse, apocalypse, I guess so. Okay. Anyways, I'm going to go back to the previous episode to see when they were talking about and they were looking for Armageddon type of situations for people to be hiding out. I'm going to look to see if Lamantis was one of them. Um, if Lamantis was one of them, then I know that I'm going to go back and I know that Mobius is going to find them there. I think he's going to find them there and arrest them and bring them back. Mm-hmm. Um, but once he arrests them and bring them back, I believe that Loki's going to tell him that he's a variant. Mobius is not going to believe it. And then he's going to, he's, I think he's going to look mm-hmm. it up. And when he looks it up, he's going to look it up and see that he was a, he's going to, I bet you he's going to see so many versions of himself. Like they showed Loki right before they mm-hmm. went to um, Rock's Heart or wherever they were located mm-hmm. at. Um, I think he's going to see all those variances and everything is going to blow up. Unless they somehow find a way to erase that history. I don't know. But see, that's the thing. Like, they are so... Think about Mobius, right? Mobius is... Just, he's he's regurgitating everything that he... Well, this version of him is regurgitating everything that he's learned from the TVA, right? Everything that they want them to know, mm-hmm. right? So, in my mind, the TVA is not betting on the variances looking themselves up because they don't know that they're variances. Mm. That's in my head. I don't, I could be wrong. They don't. They don't know that they're variances. So why would they look yeah. it up? <laughs> and they wouldn't think. I don't think the TVA, unless they do. I don't think. Or at least they should. I don't think the TVA is thinking that they're going to look themselves up. So why would it be restricted? Hmm. I mean, that's a good point. I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, where do I think things I mean, are going to go? I don't, I don't, in my mind, I don't think they're going to be captured yet. In my mind, I'm still. I'm thinking about that scene where they're sitting in that big cave looking thing. She doesn't mm-hmm. really have a cape That's on or anything, which right now in the series, she doesn't have a cape on and they're sitting down. So I'm like, how did they get here? So I feel like, that's what's going to happen in this next episode. Like they're going to get there, yeah. but we didn't see any of the, um, the consequences of what she did yet. So I think a yep. lot of that is going to be in this next episode too. We're going to see a lot of those consequences and maybe that might, hmm, maybe that might be what causes even Mobius naturally to be wondering what's going on. Like maybe there's something that's mm-hmm. going to come from that that doesn't make sense to him because he seems to be an well, outside right. thinker. Even when they came to the, you know, using Loki to find Loki, it was, but even that, you know, they never. Oh no, he didn't know he was him. Never mind. I was about to say something that was incorrect. But yeah, I just feel like he, he's been the the one thinking outside the box this whole time, the whole oh, time wow. from the beginning of the show, because nobody else wanted him to use Loki to help, but him. Nobody. So, but they didn't stop yeah, him either. 
And that's one thing that I keep having in the back of my mind. Like maybe this is how he has done this before. And maybe they were trying to see if this way was going to be different because not only would we have, we would have a different Mobius, but we would have a different variant of Loki that might be able to provide a different thing for how we can locate this person. And Renslayer also said the timekeepers are looking very close at this case. They're looking very close to see if they need to zap your ass because you're stepping mm-hmm. out of line. Hmm. Oh, no. But there's, I'm guessing there's going to be a big reveal in this next episode, so that's going to be a big thing. I guess we'll see where that goes. But hmm. Look at Loki turning into WandaVision. It's too much, yo. Well, all right. Well, Dovecat, we have reached the end of this episode. Have we reached the end? I just, I could talk about theories and circles about. I'm gonna go watch the 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 recap or the whatever from New Rock Stars to see what they say about this episode next, and then see what they say and how it links to what this next episode reveals and if they're right because new rock stars provides a lot mm. of good content but they also be just as wrong they as we do. do half the time yeah, well, that's why <laughs> they, I like watching they just them. sound also, smarter <laughs> when they're wrong <laughs> um they got mt and what's the other black girl name who on new rock stars they have mt because oh. usually it's mt and oh, i'm not sure they did the Falcon. They did Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and they're doing Loki. But Eric took a break, and now the black chick is there. I can't think of her name, and I liked her. She did WandaVision mm-hmm. with him. I've seen, I've seen her. I just don't know. I her can't name. think. Of Me either. But anyways, she's on this episode this week, so I'm excited to watch because I like their commentary too. Because they both of them have um, read the comics and know all the ins and outs and that. So I'm excited to go. And listen to that. So it should be cool, cool, cool. And I need to watch what is it, E Man's review? He's pretty good too. You have to send me that one. I will. All right, well. Am I, I might be saying it wrong. Well, we're left with a lot of questions, no answers. But None. we have a new episode dropping oh. in three days, even though it'll be five days for you because you will not see it until Friday. But. I'm not because I can't. The excitement is crazy, and can I just say that I used to be pretty good at predicting TV shows. Um, Marvel, I am three okay. and up. Three and up. Y'all keep winning. Y'all keep winning. Winning. Uh, All right, well, birds. That's it. We'll talk to y'all next week. Probably confused again next week, but we'll be talking about it. Even more. So. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys.